going on? Hey! Hey, it's your freaking mook. It's your freaking mook. Hey, forget about it. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was real good. Yeah. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the fucking show. <laughs> it's our fucking podcast, and I am Billy. My name is Robert. And um, we're talking about all the things we like and all the fucking fucked up weird shit that we're into. This week, it's Ouija boards. A Ouija board. The mysterious oracle of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the notes. No, I, I didn't read that anywhere. That was good. Yeah, don't get too deep into these notes. This is more for my reference. Okay. Okay, you're going you're gonna to be coming to play in the, in the later pages. All right. Basically, um, the other week, um, according to Rob, was about approximately three weeks ago. Yes. Um, I saw a little internet meme thing, and it was a, uh, it was the picture, the video was a uh, hand on like a circuit board. Um, the breakers. Flicking yeah. the breaker on and off. Yeah. And, and text on the screen says, um, my little sister is having a sleepover upstairs and they're playing with a Ouija board and he's flicking the breaker on and off and the audio is <laughs> terrified screams. Yes, every time the, he like flips off the breaker you hear screams and you then you flip. Like, like 10, 12 year old girls just fucking losing, losing their mind. Their minds. So and good, so good. Basically, it just brought me back to some of my cherished childhood memories of playing with the um the Ouija board the old fucking Ouija board yeah um and it, and it really made me thinking got me thinking about some of these things and um I, I thought this would be really fun to talk about Ouija boards mm-hmm. I could share some of my personal experiences with you, you guys you know really just get it out you know it's it's more it's helpful to just better let, out than in yeah let these things out yeah and um, and then I, I looked up a bunch of uh, of stories um, of other people's experiences on the on the interwebs. Uh huh. So we will share some of those today. Right. Um. And I, I just think we should clear this up right at the top of the episode. Rob, you do not fuck with a Ouija board, right? I have no time or or, or space for a Ouija board sesh. No. No. Not doing it. No. Um. The way I look at it is like, you know, we, we, we try very hard and we work very hard and, and like, yeah, I don't need to bring the weirdness in. Right. There's weirdness all around me. Everywhere. Everywhere I've got, I've got ghouls and, you, and goblins. You feel the same way about like an old house or something like that. You don't want to like inherit anyone no, else's I don't want to inherit the, spiritual the, energy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Because that's the thing. It's like. Everybody's energy, right? We're all made out of atoms, mm-hmm. and we're Buzzing all s- around. spinning fast, zipping and zapping. Yes. Yeah, so this will be, you know, the way I see it is like the whole universe is this, you know, energy of atoms spinning around and shit, and it's hard enough just to fucking do good on your own, right? So I don't. Why invite the bad? Why, shit? Yeah. So why go out there on a journey to find some old dead person to fuck your shit up when uh, I'm pers- I'm capable of fucking my own shit up. Right. Yeah, I could, you do a great job. <laughs> I'm good at that. I could fuck my life up. Easy. I don't need a <laughs> ghost helping me do it. Like, let's just leave the ghosts alone is the yeah. way I look at it. Yeah. And then you got a bunch of kids out here 
trying to find one to fuck yeah. with, you know? Well, I mean, I never wanted to fuck with them. I was always very polite. You know, that's one of the rules. We'll come. We're, we'll fill you Oh, in. there's rules to this shit? Fucking rules, man. But basically, you know, Rob's, Rob's view on Ouija boards is pretty <laughs> much like everyone's view is like you don't want to fuck with them, right? And I never had that. I mean, basically, there was always somebody in the group who is like, oh, no, these are a bad idea. Like, my grandma always said, don't fuck with these. Or somebody's cousin always had a fucking story about the glass, like, flying off the table and smashing against the wall. And then then that guy was in a car wreck the next week. Right. but those are always those are always the stories you hear about your cousins. Yeah, because <laughs> cousins are always fucking cousins weird. Cousins are as always shit. fucked up. But then cousins are weird as shit. As uh, but we're somebody's cousin. This is what we've we've had this conversation before, where it's like we are the weird cousins to our, <laughs> our cousins. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Fucking sure. But I, you know, I, so this is pretty much everyone's everyone's kind of idea is basically don't don't mess with these things. Yeah, and, and I think. I have not, I have not had a seance for like 20 years. And I think, um, a lot of that has to do with that kind of prevailing attitude. I think, you know, I definitely haven't messed with one since we've been married because you, well, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Um, because thank you for your, uh, your abstinence. And I I think I've suggested it a couple of times Oh, you have. and we're like, no, no, no. I was like, eh, we don't need to do that. Um, but also it's this, like, there's, like, the internet. There's all those fucking ghost shows. And every yeah. one of those ghost shows, it's, like, anything that ever happens happens because of a Ouija board or through <laughs> some kind of witchcraft. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's how Reagan got possessed in The Exorcist. She was playing with a fucking Ouija board and Captain Howdy comes along and he's, like, uh, all friendly. And that's how she. That's how it all started? That's how it all fucking started. Uh, I don't remember that. She, yeah, she's speaking to this thing because that's essentially, if you speak to, if you know anything about demonology or um, you're familiar with the, the work of, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren or, or people like that, it's basically the first question that a ghostbuster or a demonologist is going to ask you if they come into your house and you're fucking have got some weird shit going on. Right. They're like, who's been playing with the Ouija board? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, someone's been someone's playing with, been playing the with fucking a fucking Ouija, Ouija board. Like, it, it is. It's, yeah. like, it's like they're like, oh, no, no, we never would. And then they speak to the 12-year-old daughter and she's like, yeah, me and my friends made one like last we week. We were playing with a Ouija mm-hmm. board and then mm-hmm. this ghost said that it was your mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. Hey, remember that thing we saw where the dude... He had like a, his life was all fucked up, and then they were like they went into his basement, and he had that pentagram lan- uh, chandelier. Yes, with like red, yellow, and it was all blue, the, the and the candles, the candles in the right spots yeah. for like a particular ceremony. And they're like, and, and the dude's like, "What's up with that um, chandelier?" And he's like, "Oh, um, like that was just like here when I moved in." And they're like, "You sure that you don't know what's up with that?" And then it turns out that like. He was this crazy devil worshiper and yeah. he had sold his soul to the devil and he had like become like a millionaire yeah. and lost it all. Yeah. It's like, you know, you did something, dude. Like, it's come like on. Don't every fucking. Every single one of those stories. And you're like, no, no, I don't do that. I don't know. And I know. Like, I didn't no, just no, have and like, Whatever. So with those things, like basically how, how it kind of works is that 
the if the if the Ouija board operates as, as a gateway or like a doorway to another dimension or the spirit realm, whatever you want to call it, okay. right? And you open that portal and then the ghosts or the demons or the whatever spirit energy can come in. So that first kind of like if if something kind of fucks up and the, after the seance they they hang around, mm-hmm. that haunting stage is called infestation. Right. Okay. So you got you got instead of fucking roaches, you've got an infestation of fucking demonic energy, demonic or whatever. Energy, right? right. Yeah. So there are three stages of of demonic activity, right? So they have the infestation period. That's the haunting shit. Then they have oppression. So that's when they start to like kind of fuck with you physically and you're hearing voices. Maybe you have like physical kind of contact with the ghost or. They're affecting, like, the way you think and shit like that. They're breaking you down. They're breaking you down mm-hmm. to make you fucking ripe so they can move in. And the next stage is possession. Possession. And then they just come in and then you're possessed and then you're fucked. And then ultimately, you're, you know, they you're steal do- your soul. You're doing their bidding? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's basically like getting a job. Essentially. <laughs> Essentially. They invest, like- then they break you down, and then yeah. you do their bidding. yeah. Every day. The, uh, the the Ouija board, the first contact is a fucking job interview. <laughs> yeah. And then fucked. they and then they go through training and then they where they're going, they're, they're, you're watching that wrong. Yeah. Don't put that in this wrong, you put that in the wrong sink or whatever. Yeah. And then they're like, and then they're like, oh my God, I better do this right. And I better do that right. And then you're like at home, like cooking dinner going like, oh fuck, I forgot to turn in that form. and Possessed. Possessed. Mm-hmm. So this is basically like the ghost version of having a job. Essentially, yeah, that's a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all day, Billy. <laughs> um, so I just want to make this kind of clear too: is that everyone, you know, pretty much like Ouija is a is a trademark, right? Like everyone knows the, the yeah, it's an official thing. It's got the layout with the yeah letters and the and um, the the little pointer thing is called a planchette, and it's you know what does that mean? It's I don't know pointer in Point, French pointer yeah. or something. Well, um, Ouija is yes and yes in French and yes in German. Right. So it's, a, it's yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Even though it's, you know, whatever. The board says yes and no. Um, so everyone's familiar with that model of it, right? I never played with one of those things. We That's were, not what you had your things no, with? No, and although we probably did have those in Australia when I was growing up, they weren't, like, common. They certainly weren't sold in, like, the toy store. Oh, right. So we would make ours. So I just want to you make You made our, your own Ouija board. We would board. make our own Ouija board. And it's very simple. You would just basically make an alphabet. You need a nice, shiny, flat surface. So if you had a, a you know, what do you call it, laminate table, mm-hmm. you would, like, cut out the letters and kind of arrange them in a horseshoe and write the yes or no. And then you'd get a little glass and you would... You know, you stick them to the and, table. Yeah, you stick them down. Blah blah blah. And move the glass around. Yeah, well, the glass moves on its own, Rob. You're yeah. not moving it. Oh yeah. Um, you guys, you went to a lot of effort for this. Yeah, we were really fucking into ch- chatting with the dead. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why. But yeah, the the standard model is the Hasbro fucking toy shop model. Yeah. Now I I almost bought one of these a couple of years ago from a. Uh, you know, flea market kind of thing. And I actually, I held it. 
I like got the price. I put it down. I walked around. I came back and admit, like I got to the point where I was too afraid to buy it. Yeah. But we've kind of had we had a weird experience with with oh, going to buy one. Yeah, with too, ju- for right? Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this friend, and we would go. Uh, you know, we would watch ghost shows with him. He it was, was like, it was what like eight, ten years ago. Yeah. And it was when. Uh, Paranormal State, or one yeah, of those shows, one of those first, shows come out. first came out, and he was like an upstairs neighbor, and we don't normally do like friend <laughs> activities ever. We definitely don't have like weekly like TV nights. No, we don't do shit like that. But but for whatever reason, we were doing that with this guy to watch this ghost story because we he were was all very funny. Yeah, he was very funny, and we were all really into it. And then we were like, oh, you know, what would be really funny is like if we bought him a Ouija board for his birthday mm-hmm. because we always watch the ghost show together. Perfect. Yeah, so we went to, like, um, Wacko, mm-hmm. which is a store in L.A., and they sell, like, really weird shit. They sell, like, freeze-dried bats and, like, fucking weird skulls, and they have, like, an art gallery that's all, like, juxtapose art and shit. Really cool books, and, yeah, like, like, it's like, great if yeah. you, you have, like, a weird friend and you need a Yeah, yeah. They have Wacko. Like, Wacko. Go visit him. Yeah. Uh, shout- okay, sponsor us. Shout out to Wacko. Give us a sponsorship. Um, but anyway, they have the weirdest shit there, and we were, like, looking around. We're like, for sure, they have toys and games. And shit. They have a fucking Ouija board. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't find one, and we went up to the counter, and we're, like, asking this lady, like, hey, uh, we're trying to buy this gift for a friend. Do you have a Ouija board? And she was, like, she went white. Like, she visibly Yeah, failed. she was, like, visibly, like, upset. And she goes, no, we don't have those. And, like, please, like, don't buy one of those. This is like the sales clerk. Yeah, the sa- like she was like the retail, pr- and, and, this was, and she it, was upset too because it was like, yeah. and we were like, no, it's like kind of a gag for our friend, and she's He's like, probably not going to use it, and she's like, like, don't use them. Yeah, and we were like, uh, okay, like this just fucking it was like, went weird. Could've, you could have written it into like a horror script. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, it was yeah, like it was the like chick, that. like, yeah. and she's like, don't ever use, don't one. ever use them, <laughs> and then she's like, no, nah, but you could maybe find one at Toys R Us or something. Which was also yeah. fucking fucked up, too, because it's like the place that sells dead bats is afraid to sell it, but you could probably get it at Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Yeah. Which Interesting, is what, which, which, right? is so, which is so weird about the Ouija board. Yeah, well, I mean, I think when it first came out, it was really, it was genuinely marketed as a, as a parlor game. That's what they would it. Call was a it. game, yeah. And it was like, yeah, to find out what the what secrets the board will tell you kind of thing. And there was probably some kind of science that, you know, that they were like, oh, yeah, like, it's going to move. Like, what a weird thing to sell. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, like how well, can who, prove... figured, who figured that out? Well, there's a guy called Elijah Bond. He, like, took the, got the patent on it and, like, sold it to Hasbro and made a gajillion dollars, I'm sure. Elijah Bond. Mm-hmm. But, um... They had been used for a long time. Like, he basically just sort of made, like, a, a neat version of it and, like, made it in plastic and made it yeah. sellable. But still a pretty pretty big risk. It's like, so how does it work? All oh, the spirits The spirits uh, will move communicate the, the planchette around the board and it'll yeah. say, spell out things for the kids that are playing the game. Like, it's, you know, I, I don't know if I buy it. It's very but fucking here's, weird. here's the thing. At, at that stage, maybe there had been quite a bit of scientific research because I'm not trying to be a fucking Debbie Downer here, but um, scientists have pretty much debunked the fuck out of Ouija boards. What do you mean? It's... They're not ghosts? They think it's like it's pseudoscience. Like, it's essentially like 
you know, look, going back to what you were talking about before, the, that we're all energy, it's like it's unconscious sort of like muscle movements that we're doing. We all, like everyone who's sitting around the, the Ouija board, we all want it to move, so you're all willing it to move. Right. And it's like you're, like even if you're not really pushing it, you're maybe you're going, I want it to spell out A, and you're just kind of doing it, you know? Yeah, you want to spell out hey? A. The oh, letter A. A, yeah, right, A, yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, a. So we, I mean, we, we do have a quote here. Do you want to read a scientist quote? Oh, I love doing that. Um, according to Professor of Neurology, Dr. Terence Hines. What is he? Is he a German? What, give me some backstory. I don't on know that. what he is. He's a, okay, let he's me a de- debunker. He's a Debbie Downer in a fucking lab coat. Oh, he's a lab coated downer? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, uh, <laughs> the unconscious muscle movements responsible for the moving tables and a Ouija board phenomenon seen as seances are examples of a class of phenomena due to what psychologists call a dissociative state. A dissociative state is one in which consciousness is somehow divided or cut off from aspects of, you know, the individual's normal cognitive, motor, or sensory functions. <laughs> whatever, man. Because whatever fucking Dr. Terrence Hines, fucking shit goes fucking buck nutty. And I don't care. I don't know how it happens, but a lot of weird shit goes on. Yeah. And we will... Share some of that weird shit. And I think there's a lot to be said. I think maybe... I feel like maybe Terrence Hines didn't have a whole lot of friends to play Ouija with. So he didn't have that first-hand yeah. account of like, oh, it actually is pretty and crazy, you know dude. It actually moves around and does some weird shit. Here's here's a, uh, here's a sad fact. You can't play with the Ouija by yourself. Uh-huh. It's one of the fucking rules. Sorry, Terrence. So if you're a fucking little, you know, no friends, <laughs> <laughs> Let's, you, got, uh, you started it all. You yeah, started it. Are we bullying people that don't have friends? Okay, so I'm just saying I kind of call bullshit on Terence because yes, while I do agree that you know if everyone's sitting there and you're you know you're kind of thinking it's going to spell yeah. out Max, it's probably going to spell out Max, you know, and, right. and shit like that. And even if you think you're not moving it, you probably are, and you know this and that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't explain all the shit that goes on. So there's, there's other phenomena. There's phenomena, and I will uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But that's why we have all these pages. Before you do a séance or play with a Ouija board, there is a handful of rules that are very fucking important. And from the very first time that I ever mess around with a Ouija board, everybody knows this. Like you do these steps. Okay, I gotta say, when I was Doing the week, I did. I've done it once. Uh-huh. I didn't know that there was rules. Were you playing the the board? Game I was playing version? the Hasbro. See, I wonder if they don't, they don't. Maybe they don't. They probably had. You. They probably had the book in there, but we didn't read well, it. Well, I don't think they would. The the first rule of playing with the Ouija board. All right, let's get into the rules. Is protect yourself psychically. And what? I, I don't think that the Ouija board would have that in the rules <laughs> of the Hasbro version. The Hasbro version, the Toys R Us version? Yeah. Wouldn't say protect yourself psychically. I mean, we might have to buy one, Rob. So I We're not going to buy one, dude. That shit's not coming in my house, dude. Um, 
No okay. reason. No reason for that. So, as I said, first rule, protect yourself psychically. What does that now, mean? Now, that basically means, and I had somewhat of an unusual upbringing in that I was around a lot of esoteric um, things from my school and um, family, friends and whatnot. Esoteric meaning? Uh, you know, uh, weird, spooky, kooky, weird, spiritual, weird shit. Esoteric. Oh, oh, you said esoteric. Yeah, I knew that. I knew yeah, it. I know what that means. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I had actually been taught how to protect myself with white light from a very young age. Wait, what? Ho, 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 what? So, who told you how to protect yourself? Rosie and Kingsley not Ta- taught you how to protect yourself with white Psychically light. Psychically, with white light. What does that even mean? This is a very, like, I feel like some of How come you never taught me? I feel like some of our listeners who are familiar with this kind of thing are like, oh, of of course you protect yourself with white light. Like, it's kind of like one-on-one. You got to know this stuff. And I feel like I have told you this. No, you haven't. First of all, nobody taught me. Here's, Here's my, here's my. Beef? Here's my beef with everybody. Nobody taught me. When I was growing up in school, that you need to change your oil in your car. They didn't teach me how to do taxes. Nobody taught me anything about money because you didn't talk about it. And nobody taught me how to protect myself psychically with white light. No, it's very important. I got, I got like, people are like, hey, man, you're like a tall, like, white, heterosexual male. Like, you, should ha- you shouldn't be angry at anything. And I'm, I'm fucking angry. <laughs> nobody taught me any of this shit. Well, it's really important. Yeah, thanks. Super important. You never even... I've been married to you for 15 fucking years and you never taught me this shit. It's not 15 years. It feels like 15. Billy? You can't add... You can't just add years. It's not dog years in our marriage. Like, it's like... We're gonna... It's... What is it? 12 years this year? Feels like 15. 15. And especially if you've been withholding about stuff like uh, white light. 45 years. Um, So how do you do it? Tell me. Okay. The way that I was taught to do it is um, you uh, go into your meditative space and you visualize yourself. Now, I'll tell you the way I was taught to do it. How old were you when you taught? Um, About eight years old. You've known this since you were eight years old? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably about eight. Jesus Christ. So you picture yourself on... And this is... I was taught this if... If you get scared, like as a kid, and you feel like there's a ghost in your room or something like that, you do this little exercise and then you know that they can't get you. Are you kidding me? And I was told that, like... So you've had a shield since they you- They literally can't get you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you do this right, like, you're you're fine. You're protected. People, and people know this. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows yeah. this. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I'm really serious. Do you want me to tell you how to do it? Yeah, I've only waited 35 fucking years to have somebody throw me a fucking bone. So, if you're going to do a seance, or if you're in a weird, spooky place that you're like, this is fucking weird, or, you know, even even if somebody's got weird fucking energy raper. in the room. <laughs> raper. Ghost Can it protect you from a raper? <laughs> Maybe. You picture yourself in whatever situation, I would picture myself on a stage... 
and I'd be standing on the stage alone and there was a spotlight. Yeah, but you used to be an actor. So is it, is it the same from every for everybody? You can picture it in however you I want. I don't want to be on stage. You can picture it like you're in a, in a helicopter and the helicopter is filled with white light. It's basically you need to – the reason I pictured myself on a stage is that the spotlight comes down. Uh-huh. It bathes you in white light. Okay. And it projects a very harsh shadow – I mean, a harsh like silhouette of light on the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. So in your mind, it's really easy to visualize. I am, su- I am protected, and I'm bathed in this light, and nothing can get through that circle on the ground. Why not? Because you're that's your white light, and you're protected. So it's like a shell. It's a shell. It's a force field. And so you could do that in whatever way. And so when you were a kid, you would think of that, and you would be like, "Yeah, well, I'm in the fucking light." Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And it worked? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing fucked with me. Wow. So. That's cool. That's rule number one. You're meant to do that. Number two. This is always, this is huge. Always be respectful of the dead. So when you're doing these things, when you're asking, when you're talking to the spirits, you're meant to be super polite. Like, please and thank you and like, you, you're never rude to them. You never give them attitude. And you'll see why from some of our experiences that you don't fuck with them. But I don't, I'm, I'm like that to the people that are alive even when yeah, I shouldn't be. me too. Always yeah. be polite, you know? Now, this is another really big one. And this one I remember always got a lot of fear when we were kids is that you always have to correctly end the seance. And on the the Hasbro board, there's a section that says goodbye. So you always have to say, make sure you say goodbye and then the the glass returns to goodbye. Or for the The rich kids, the planchette says goodbye. Um, Now that is huge. When we used to do it with the glass, it was like you have to ask them to leave um, and then they have to accept. We've had ones where we were doing it and we were like – um, you know, we would like to your permission to end the seance and it would go no and it would say no and you'd have to kind of keep playing and playing it until it said yes because we were too... And then it would say goodbye. And then it would say goodbye or however you set it up. The other thing is like you had to make sure you like turn the glass right side up because the if you're playing with a glass and not a planchette because the spirit could stay trapped in the glass. That was a big thing. And then fucking, you know, stay in your house and fuck with you and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, rule number four is that you are never meant to use them in your own house. Well, that's where everybody uses them. And yeah, I where else that would you rule use them? every single time I use them. But, yeah. you know, you're, you're not meant to. You're not supposed to. Um, I always had an idea, like me and Selenia would talk about going to like a hotel, like one of the haunted hotels and doing one there. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Cause like a hotel is kind of like that anyway. You like get drunk and like yeah. shit the bed and like fucking vomit in the bathroom and then leave. Yeah. So it'd be the same if you like exactly. cause spiritual ghost shit, shit and then you just dipped out. Yeah. As long as it didn't like stick to you, as long as we protected ourselves well with white light. With white light, yeah. Mm. Wow, okay. And then the last one, um, the last rule is you're never, ever meant to use them alone. And I think that kind of, it's just not meant to be safe. 
But you think if somebody was like sitting there with the planchette, they would just move it around by themselves? No, I think if you were if you were doing it by yourself, you'd probably be more more sh- like certain that you weren't moving it. You're like, I'm really gonna just put my fingers on it lightly this time or whatever. And then like, it would you, start moving, and then it would freak you out ten you times over because you wouldn't have the buffer of like maybe my fucking cousin is the one moving, moving it. it. Yeah, yeah, you would freak the fuck out. You know, there's like those people that will like. Um, like, take a shitload of, like, psychedelic drugs or something by, by themselves, themselves in, like, a dark room or something. Yeah. Like, there's people that do that shit. Yeah. And I love hanging out. I love my alone time. But, you know. You don't you don't get too weird on your alone time, Billy? Yeah, not like that. Not like that. Yeah. And the, another one, another thing that I remember about the Ouija board, and I had heard various kind of urban legends about this, is that you're never meant to burn a Ouija board. It's apparently the worst thing you can do. To burn it. To burn it, to destroy it. Because like, people would get so freaked out by their experiences, and then they're having all these fucking paranormal shit going on. And in then their they house. just like, they're like, throw it in the fire! And burn then they throw it in the fire, and then. Um, and because it basically unleashes all the fucking bad energy. Mm. Um, now, I looked this up to confirm whether this was like an actual thing because I remember it being like a real huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I found this little thing that says to properly dispose of a Ouija board, you need to break it into seven pieces. Oh. Pour holy wa- water on it and then bury it. Oh, okay. Uh, That's weird. I don't know. I had this friend in high school who would, um, he would, he would collect like illegal vipers and, um, he had this whole thing where he was like on all the forums and shit when the internet was like starting to get Mm -hmm. big. And then he met this dude through the internet that would sell like illegal, like illegal vipers. Like what kind of snakes are we talking about? Like vipers. Like they had, um, like they were little and they looked badass and they, if they bit you, you would die. Like the only like anti-venom was like in San Diego. Jesus And we Christ. were in Portland. So it was like, you'd be fucked. And, uh, he had this one and we were like, he's like, yeah, like come to the pet store and we'll buy a bunch of mice, you know, and then we'll go feed it to my Viper. And like, I worked at this hockey rink. So I got him a bunch of plexiglass and we built these, like these cases and shit. Uh-huh. So he would have like, he'd have them like in their fucking like snake case, but inside this plexi case. Right. And then I would like take pictures of him like snake handling them with like a bent rod. And then, Jesus. and then everybody on the internet would like talk shit because he was like handling them with like, um, his shoes untied. They'd be like, you never handle a viper with untied shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'd like, he'd post photos and shit. Sure. So anyway, so we, after school one day, we got these mice from the fucking pet store and we go and we like put them in the vipers like thing in one of his vipers and one of these plexi things and the vipers like all stuck like all fucked up and he's got like half of his face is like stuck on like a little log or something and then the mice are like running all over the viper and like running on his head and like running around jumping off of him and shit and he's like that's weird like i think he's dead I'm like, yeah, dude, like the fucking mice are like running on his head and he's not, hasn't moved in like half an hour and his fucking fang is like stuck in the log. You know what I mean? And then he was like, well, here's the thing. Like his venom is like potent for like fucking like, I don't know, like 10 years or some shit. So we had to like take the fucking dead viper and like wrap him up and like, we put him in like a uh, Tupperware thing and then we like wrapped it up in duct tape all crazy. And then we put this big note on it that said like, 
this venom is still potent. Do not get struck. Do do, do not handle this viper. And then we like bury and we like buried it in his parents' backyard. And we're like, dude, I hope nobody fucking in the next ten years like digs that things up and gets like stuck by it because the only anti venom's in like San Diego and it's gonna cost you a hundred fucking eighty thousand dollars to get Jesus saved by it. Jesus fucking Christ! But anyway, that's what makes me think like you know if you have to break this Ouija board up, cover it in holy water, and bury it in the fucking ground, yeah. like it's scary shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And the thing when I was reading that, I was like. <laughs> holy water what the fuck who's gonna get holy water and then i had a vivid memory of me getting holy water as a child why did you you weren't even religious <laughs> no but it's like i think it was after i watched the, Go- the lost boys or something what did you drink it? i went into the fucking church and filled up a uh, filled up a little bottle in the the fucking holy water the basin thing? <laughs> if you go to those things are dope if you go to a catholic church they have them like outside the door and you dip your finger on a sponge yeah, and then you go and then you the dip class, it and right? you like dip it on your head or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went and filled up a bottle from there and then like dipped out. It was like just like just you like stole holy water. Well, I went in there and there was there wasn't a service on. There was just like a couple of people in there and stuff, and I just dipped in and like filled, filled up, up a water bottle and just zipped out for what to have holy water in case I needed it for shit. <laughs> you know. Dude, I was a fucking certified Ghostbuster. How many times? I know, have I, yeah, I know you were a certified Ghostbuster, but I don't think you're supposed to steal holy water from a church. But whatever, you're right. using it for the right reason. This is the last thing I'm going to say before we get into fucking stories. Oh yeah, we're doing a Ouija board thing, right? Um, so this is the last thing I I heard that if the cup or the pointer planchette starts moving in really fast circles. Or it starts moving in a figure eight. Mm, the infinity sign. Exactly. That is a very fucking bad sign. It's like shitting blood. It apparently is exactly. It's exactly like shitting. It's just blood. as bad as shitting blood. It's the it's the seancical um, shitting blood. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it means that a figure eight apparently means that you've contacted a demonic entity, and or they're trying to get out. That. They're trying to get out of the board or the get, room trying, or yeah, wherever they're yeah get whatever, released yeah. because this is the thing when you call when you're you know this is in theory when you call a spirit you invite them in but they're kind of bound to you like you can't they can't just then come in and be like whoa I'm in now and like fucking do whatever I want unless you kind of fuck it up you know in theory they're meant to be under your control weird you know. But all the demonic possessions is like them fucking with people and like scratching them and yeah, raping them. Yeah, that's like three stages past. That's, oh, that's okay. infestation yeah, oppression. That, oh, yeah. That's Remember? when you actually have – you're going to work every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So without further ado. We got stories. I would like to share with everyone my first seance experience. Um, now, Rob, we will – um, the plan is, is that I'm going to read one of mine and then you'll read a couple of these other ones, right? Cool. Okay. Billy's first seance. <laughs> um, okay. So this is my first real seance experience. 
Previous to this, I do vaguely remember um, trying to do a seance in very early um, primary school. That's so kind of early. Elementary school, it's I very, guess. I think I would have been like six or something. Oh, yeah. Well, most six-year-olds are trying to contact ghosts. So, yeah. um, but it was at school, and it was in a classroom at recess. And You guys had recess in classrooms? No, I think we went into a classroom, and we went into a darkened classroom, and we tried to do a seance. Like, oh, that's crazy. But like I think most things in that period of my life, I think I was just, like, I must have seen it in a movie, and <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to yeah. do it. Your dad would show you some fucked up movies when you were six. Yes. And um, it, it's the exact same thing that I tried to um, get my student council to have a toga party as the theme for the, the <laughs> formal dance right, right, because for of, fucking my entire high school career. Right, because of Animal House? Because of Animal House. Yeah. Um, anyway, but this was a few years after that. Um, it was classically at a, a sleepover. Oh, that's when these all go down. Uh-huh. And I think I was probably about nine or ten. Um, as I may have mentioned before, I went to an alternative education school um, called Waldorf. Steiner School? A Steiner School. Um, they educate your soul as well as your mind, apparently. Wow. Um, and while we weren't allowed to, like, eat candy or wear <laughs> black clothing or watch TV, mm-hmm. we were apparently allowed to have boys at the sleepover because it was a co-ed sleepover. Yeah. They're like, they're 10. Yeah. They haven't, they, they've never seen a TV or eaten candy, so yeah, what are they, they going to do? They don't know what boobs are. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the, the entire class would come to our sleepovers. I remember having one of these parties myself and it's like you have 20 kids and the parents cannot feed everybody quick enough. Uh, that's insane. So hungry. The, the thinking of having 20 kids in our house mm-hmm. is scarier than a Ouija board to me. Oh yeah. And there's always like one who has like fucking weird medical condition. Yeah. One who's crying and one, who, one who's doing diarrhea on the carpet. Yeah. One who's not allowed to eat fucking gluten. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so it was the entire class and we we're at this house and now it was a house in the country, um, country Australia. Um, and it was already kind of spooky because I'd never been, I'd never slept over at this house before. It was all very, already kind of very weird. The house had. That's like, like a weird throwback, too. I've, it's like I haven't been in some weird person's house with a sleeping bag. Yeah, and like. Since I was a kid, but like that feeling is so fucking distinct. And you don't know where anything is. Yeah, you're, you're like, uh, okay. And then you've got your, your sleeping bag and like everybody's running around eating slices of pizza and you're like. What the fuck? Yeah, and then, like, you start thinking that their dad's weird or something. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's always those... Their dad's scary because he's got a beard or something, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what the fuck's up with this guy? Yeah. And why is yeah. he, like, giving everybody a high five? So there was there was already that kind of vibe, you know? Um, and the house had... I distinctly remember it had these really, uh, like, floor-to-ceiling uh, windows. So oh, yeah. So we were in this... In the middle of nowhere, so it was very dark... And we're in this room and, you know, the whole place would have been illuminated from the Yeah, you're inside, in a fish tank. But you can't see out. You're in a murder tank. Yeah, you're in a murder tank. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's where we were and that's uh, where we decided to have a seance. And Perfect place for it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this was how I learned, 
like the rules and like how to make the board and how to. I just think it's crazy it. that you guys were making the fucking Ouija board. Oh yeah, that's fucking crazy to me. Oh yeah, we would yeah, and and yeah, so like it would be passed down knowledge. You know, you would right. teach someone else how to do it and whatnot. Um, so we're, we start off and we're, and I, I feel like there was like one girl there was like, knew how to do it and was like kind of leading the whole thing. Right. There's always that one. Yeah. So we start off and we're all sitting around in a circle and we all have our fingers on the upside down glass and everyone's fucking giggling and fucking around and no one can concentrate. We're fucking like eight or nine or something like nobody's taking it seriously. Right. And everyone's like, you know, the girl who's into it is like, oh, shut up, Jaden. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shut up. No, everyone concentrate. Be serious. Yeah. And then we like concentrate for like two seconds and then someone right. would start farting or, you know. Right. Farting? Or laughing or whatever. So um, nothing really happens. We, we stop the seance. We fucking finish it and we, we start again. We do this a couple more times. Now, on the third time... We started off and it just feels immediately just feels very different. Everyone is very silent and very quiet and into it. And we've all, we're all, it's like something like flipped and we're all like doing it. You know what I mean? And I start feeling like kind of like tingly and like a little bit like dizzy or like weird in my head kind of thing. And then all of a sudden I just, I, I can't even, can't even describe how else to say it, but I just see this color, and in my, and this is a hundred percent fucking true, personal experience. <laughs> um, I see this color, and it's like a gross kind of phlegm green. Okay. And I wrote in the notes here. Can you remember fucking that brand? What was the brand of oil paint we used to use all the time? There was that color called Italian pink. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely. It's like an oil, like oil paints always have these really weird names that are not indicative of the color at all. So it was called Italian pink and it was a phlegm green. I'm just, yeah, it was. It was this really weird like toxic. Oh. You would use it a lot for skin tones and stuff, oh, but it was like weird. yellowy green. Oh, I was gambling. I always thought it was cool that it was called Italian pink. I yeah. Um, I'm really into Italian pink. Yeah, I think it's a great like band name or something. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I see this color and yeah, gross, dark, phlegm, green, like disgusting color. And then the color, and I, I, I just don't know how else to describe this, but the color sort of starts surrounding me. Like smoke? Like a mist, like a heavy kind of mist. And it feels like it's like everywhere around me and it's all I can see. And it's like really kind of heavy or weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have this vague recollection of there being like a weird kind of smell. Yeah. Um, I can't confirm that. And it may have been that we had a sleepover with uh, 20 10-year-old kids. So it was probably a lot of farts. <laughs> it was a lot of farting. Did, were you guys eating Kid pizza? Farts, probably. Yeah. Um, probably was like gluten-free vegan pizza. I'm going to give that an 80% chance of being a child fart. <laughs> Fart busters. Fart busters. That's <laughs> great. So anyway, it's it starts to get like a little kind of like scary at mm-hmm. this point. Like I, I don't really know what's sort of happening. I'm getting this thing, getting a little bit freaked out. The mist, the green mist shit is everywhere. My eyes are closed 
but I can I can see this. Oh, so it's in your mind. It's in my mind. Whoa, it's that's, a psychic. That's it's a psychic green mist. Well, I guess that's less scary actually. And I can like while this is happening, I can kind of think logically. You know what I mean? I can I can be like I am seeing a color now, but it kind of I don't feels like something's trying to fucking get in my mind or something. It was a very weird sensation. Okay. So I'm kind of like, you know, this is such a bad feeling or something. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Fuck this. I'm taking my fingers off the glass. And I think that logically and I go to pull my fingers back and I cannot take my fingers off the glass. Shut up. I am a hundred percent fucking (laughs) serious as a, my recollection as a nine-year-old child. I could not... They're stuck to the glass. I could not... Like, it was like I was get. It was like they were magnetized. You know what I mean? Like, if I wrenched, I could have got it off. But it's like when I'm just trying to pull, it's like they were magnetized to the glass. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm kind of like, ah, oh, this is kind of really weird. And, like, as I said, my logical mind is like, this is not good. And then all of a sudden, a fucking one of the girls like goes <gasps> like and like gasps and like pulls her fingers off the fucking glass. And then everyone kind of breaks it, and we're all sitting there like <gasps> like all freaked out. Okay. No one had been talking this whole time. Right. And the girl who pulled her fucking fingers off the glass starts like crying and like hyperventilating, freaking out and shit. And we're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And she's like, I couldn't take my off the glass and you're like "Ah, and then all of us all start fucking freaking out and screaming because none of us could take our fingers off the glass until she until she like fucking pulled it back and broke and then i don't know what what point somebody mentions it but we basically all saw the same color do you think you were all Possibly encased in the fart, and <laughs> you, you were all, fart I think you were seeing this energy. physical manifestation you, of the fart. Well, you said it was like a phlegm green, yeah, and it was fart in gas. your head, and it smelled like a fart, and your fingers were stuck. So I'm going to scientifically debunk this as you were using the universal energy to see the fart in your own mind. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like it, I, we manifested it in this, in this. Well, um, somebody manifested it out of their, <laughs> their fucking pants. butthole. And then you all manifested the, what, what the fart would look. Cause I would imagine a fart, like, I don't think a fart is brown like a shit. I think it's phlegm green. I think fart gas is definitely, I think. It's green. If according to fucking Ren and Stimpy, it is exactly the color that I fucking saw. So. Fart gas. You know, you don't have to do it on air. But you can thank me later for solving this case of what happened at your fucking sleepover. I think you all visualize the ass gas. I mean, I think that's a a novel theory, but I think you're discounting my experience because it was pretty (laughs) fucking gnarly. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to discount anything. I'm just saying, if you're all smelling a fart and you're all seeing green, I think we know what happened. (laughs) I don't think there's any demons involved. All right, so we... And you've all been eating pizza and drinking Pepsi all night. I can't confirm that. We, it wouldn't have been Pepsi. We weren't, we weren't allowed to have soda. Um, <laughs> so after we stopped, for the rest of the night, like, everyone was fucking freaked out. Everyone felt super weird. And, like, you know how, like... If I had seen an actual fart, 
I would be freaked out okay, too. Okay, you gotta quit the fart talk now. I'm just saying. I think everyone gets it. No, I'm just saying. Um, so you know how like when like girls or something, somebody would get like frightened and start crying, and then somebody, it, it's like contagious, right? Oh god! So it became this thing where like that's another throwback to child. Oh five god! Five of the girls are fucking crying, oh, and then everybody's consoling everyone's you. Oh god! And there was this this uh, one girl there, um, and I don't. She might have been the instigator of the whole thing, but she wasn't the one who pulled her hands back. Was she a gypsy? Girl. She was. Um, she was Russian, oh. and um, she was a very unusual girl. She had uh, diabetes as a kid, and so she'd have to like you know have the needles and oh, shit all the time. Oh, needle play. But. Because we went to this alternative school, they would try to regulate her sugar highs and lows with like um, this, you know, she's having an episode, take her for a walk around the, the oval and stuff. And she would like get like super fucking hyper and like crazy. Like she was kind of crazy. What? And then she would get super like low and like depressed. It was really weird. Are you so sure she wasn't bipolar? After this incident... She kind of went in this thing where she, like, for the rest of the night, she was, like, she would, like, start, like, hysterically laughing and then, like, start crying and then hyperventilate and her eyes were all weird. Like, she was, like, kind of acting possessed for the entire rest of the night. Oh, my God. Now, that memory is, like, super blurry to me because, as I said, it was she was always having those kind of Mm -hmm. incidences. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, that's... uh, Jesus Christ! No, no movement of the of the glass. No. Wait a minute! It didn't move the whole time. Didn't move. Didn't well, move. So you guys weren't spelling shit out or saying yes and no or doing any we of that. Didn't spell anything out. And we you just, didn't say goodbye. No, we you got, got a fucking. We got fucking like a demon or some fucking bad. Stuck your fingers to it and then you all wrenched them off. Yeah, tried to fucking get in. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. I honestly, I don't know. I've always had, like, in the back of my head with that one that I feel like that could have been a bad, bad thing. <laughs> could have been a bad experience. Like, could have been or was? Well, I mean, it was fine. Like, we were all fine. <laughs> it was exciting sleepover, you know, but... Here you are talking about it today. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we kind of thought we're going to... I'm going to share an experience and then Rob's going to read some ones... That we found. Yeah, I'll read. I'll read this one. Uh, yeah, a similar web experience. I kind so. of thought this had some parallels to to what happened. All right. So, so here's how this one goes. It's a uh, you know here's a quote. And uh, then you're just gonna you're just gonna read their little stories. It's in. It's like these people. This is all anonymous web stuff, and they've just. This is what people have yeah. said about the yeah. Ouija board shit. Okay, so we were playing with the board. After a few minutes. The feeling of absolute dread came over me. It felt like someone I love had just died. I felt nauseous and had a heavy heart. It was so sudden that it startled me because I'd just been so pumped. I suddenly couldn't stop bawling. So I turned to my friend and she was crying too. Without even speaking, we were experiencing the exact same thing. Point proven. Point proven. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I think that's a fairly common thing is that people will, exp- you know, will report smelling the same things or feeling the same emotion 
And I think that was very similar to what happened in my first thing. Right. It's like we all, none of us were talking. But you were all feeling the same we thing. We all had the same experience and like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know, group hallucination? I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird shit. Isn't it when there's like a group of girls like cheerleaders, they all have their period at the same time? Yeah, you get in in cycles. Mm-hmm. And also around that time is when when uh, people experience a lot of like poltergeist activity. And shit. Around what time? Around puberty. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, you know, your body's changing and you're putting out a ton of fucking crazy energy. It all comes back. This is, this is my thing. This is my theory. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be straight with everybody. I'm not officially a scientist. <laughs> But I would say that a lot of this has to do with the universal energy. Yeah, man. You agree? Yeah. You think I'm onto something? I think you're really. I think you cracked it wide <laughs> open there, Doctor Rob. Um, do you want to? Do you want to read another one, or should I just go into my next? Uh, we guess we got a few. You can skip to. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, these are all yours, but um, oh, here's one. Uh, my brother's friend played with one at his house, and all hell broke loose. Their family would see pennies and marbles being thrown down the hallway. One day, his mom was doing yard work and saw a dog, and when she called the dog, she said it suddenly had an old man's face. That's a really good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Things got so awful that they had to call a priest to do an emergency exorcism. To this day... They still see black shadows and figures following them. Whoa. Whoa. Sounds like they didn't fucking close the sounds properly, dude. Well, they they obviously didn't get the planchette to goodbye. Oh, yeah. You're really, you really I'm, picked I'm, it up. You're I'm really, like a sponge, Billy. Yeah, you're absorbing the material. I'm, it's I'm, fantastic. I'm soaking all this in. Okay. Um, all right. My next one that I'm going to share. Um, we're going to jump forward. All uh, right. To the age of 12, 12 or 13. This is when you lived in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had had several seance experiences. Like, I played with them a lot. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a thing that you, you know, you would do if you're bored or like any time there was like... You know what I think happened to you? What? You know how you want to see ghosts so bad? Mm-hmm. You were so fucking thirsty when you were a kid yeah. that they all just said, you know what? Let's fucking leave this chick alone. Do you know what? She's trying so fucking hard... And she's so thirsty. Let's just, like, not do it. Because at this point, if we, like, spooked in on her, that's exactly what she would want. Yeah. And so that's why you've never seen a fucking ghost. Because you try too hard. Well, I I agree with you. I think that's 100% true. I think it's like, you know, when you're looking for love, you, yeah. can't, you can't put out no. a desperate vibe, you know? Yeah, when I met you, I wasn't trying to fucking wife nobody. <laughs> but, uh... I actually, I heard a theory, I read a theory the other day that apparently when you're very young, because a lot of people will have, you know, paranormal experiences sort of happen very early on in their life. I did. Exactly. Now, apparently when you're young and you're open like that, this is the thing I read, the theory that I read, that these, you know, spirits or entities or energies or whatever they are. Um, will sort of reach out to you and like kind of test the waters. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, yeah, I, like if you answer one way, yeah. whether it's subconsciously or, or not, um, 
that's that's what you're gonna think. Like I think right. you like you had your experience with the old woman and you saw it and you were like, yes, I'd seen it. Now apparently, I had a ton of paranormal experiences happen to me as a child, and I can't remember any of this. Like I have no everything is always like well then who told stories. who told you that mom and Uncle Pete and stuff. They would say that you, like, hey, you came to me and you said you saw I a ghost. Go, or... I would look and talk to people that didn't exist. And, like, oh. bottles would knock over and all this kind of weird shit would happen all the time um, in this particular house that we lived in. But I can't remember any of them. And I think if that's the case is that maybe they were like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, we're trying to talk to you. And I was like not you weren't receptive I, I said no or something you know what i mean you know what it is it's like when the russians steal your credit card and then they charge like two dollars yeah exactly and then they go it worked and then they charge 50 and then that worked and they charge 50 for like two years yeah. and then they go two thousand two thousand and then you go hey holy shit somebody's got my credit card information and they've had it all this time they've had all this time yep exactly what it's like that's exactly what's right like, mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah Okay, well, here's another one. Um, I am about 12 or 13. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's only Russians. I'm sure there's Africans and other people doing it, too. There's all sorts of people. Armenians. Italians. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's probably... Americans, probably. Americans might be doing it. Mexicans. Yeah. Israelis. All sorts of people. I think there's a lot of people doing credit card fraud. Yeah. Let me just say that. Okay. I just want to be clear. All right. Nice. In I'm case I have you, a run for president, I don't want to have a fucking... I'm glad you clarified yeah. that. Okay. So, once again, I am 12 or 13. Um, my family moved from the country to the seaside, to the beach. I've been to this place. It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And they had bought a block of land, and they were going to build a house on it. Um, for people that are unfamiliar with Billy, her parents... Buy old buildings or blocks of land and make and they create amazing houses on them by themselves and then they kind of flip them. Yeah, they're very clever. They're very clever. Um, so they this was actually the first of of all of that stuff. This is the first house that they built and um, they bought a block of land and they informed me that we would be living in a caravan, a trailer, a trailer. But I'll clear that up in a minute. Um, in the caravan park down at the beach. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying, it's not a trailer, like a trailer park, like here. And the, the only reason I'm saying that is because they're way fucking smaller. Right. It's not like you're a not saying, double wide. You're, fucking, you're, you're not going like, Hey, we're better than trailer I'm trash. I'm not saying they're better. You're at saying all. we're worse than trailer trash. Yeah. This was Our like, trailer was smaller than trailer trash trailers. Yeah, it wasn't like a real home trailer. It was like a like an airstream that you hit hitch to the back of your fucking car mm-hmm. and like go to the go to the seaside town to take your family for a holiday. Like right. It's, so they told me we we're going to be there for uh, about six months. We were there for about a year and a half living mm-hmm. in this fucking tiny caravan. That's how every project goes. Every every, pro- every fucking project takes three times longer. Um, no toilet, no shower. Like it was, uh, it was, you know. Where did you go to the bathroom? I mean, there was like a, the, the, you know, block of like public toilets. Oh. It was like all filled with like tourists and then weird. Yeah. You were like permanently camping. Yeah. Essentially. 
Um, so we were in this caravan. We had borrowed this caravan from my mum's cousin, my darling Auntie, ja- Auntie Jackie. Shout out to Annie Jackie. Yeah. She's, she's a saint. She's the best. Um, and it had belonged to Jackie's grandparents who absolutely loved the caravan and would go on vacations all the time. It was their thing. They'd be like hit the road and like probably go to their same spot year after year and they were super into it. So they had both died when we had borrowed it. And basically it was like an unconditional kind of family loan, like, you know, stay in it as long as you need it kind of thing. So one afternoon I'm in the caravan and I'm hanging out with my two friends, Katrina and Tyson. And, um, my parents were probably at the block building or doing or building an amazing house. And, um, we were all pretty bored. So we decided that we would have a seance And so we made the board and everything. And uh, let's be very clear that this was daylight. This was in the afternoon. In a trailer. In a caravan by the seaside. And um, kind kind of weird place to do a seance, I guess. The area around there was actually reported to be very highly haunted. There was a, a shipwreck, a very famous shipwreck down the coast called the Star of Greece. Oh. Um, so apparently all of the houses around there had like, you know, people would wake up in the night and there'd be like wet footprints through the houses. and From all like the that. dead Greek sailors because like just trouncing around. They would, they, when the they got the bodies, they had to like lay the bodies somewhere. So all of the houses that were closest to the, the, uh, the shore yeah. had like dead Greek people that, and they weren't Greek. They were English. Oh, so you said star of was, Greece. That was the name of the ship. Oh, dead yeah. fucking dead, dead English. So apparently there was a lot of dead sailor ghosts around Ooh. there. Anyway. Um, so we make, you know, it's like in the caravan where they have those little, like the bench seats and the yeah, shitty, like seventies. Yeah. yeah. So we make the Ouija board on the table and we get a glass and we're all sort of concentrating and serious and we're like doing it. Nothing's really kind of happening, which sort of happens sometimes. It's like, you're asking and it's like, you pretty much, you all put your fingers on the glass and you're all like, if there's a spirit in the room with us, um, we invite you into the glass to communicate. Please move the glass to yes. Or like you say some kind of thing like that. Right. And then you wait and then it, it moves to yes. And then you can kind of start the thing. So I think it started moving, maybe like really creeping towards yes, but it wasn't really happening. So we kind of lose patience and we like stop it. And um, we fucking started again, right? And then... It starts moving, but it's not, it's not making sense. Like it's like not spelling out any real words. It's just kind of moving around and stuff. And we're like, oh, this is a bum one, whatever. So we okay. finish the, we finish the seance. We all decide to go outside cause we are like literally like a step away from the beach. So we go outside and all of us are feeling like, like super fucking tired and like super weak and like, um, all fucking dizzy and shit and we're like walking around and we're all saying to each other oh my god i'm so tired and stuff and like just felt all really weird that's very la of you yeah everybody in la is like oh i'm so, so tired, tired. So i'm busy. so busy i'm so tired it's like no you're you've smoked weed all day um 
so anyway, it was kind of weird, and we all felt super weird. And I don't know. Then we go back inside, and we decide to try it again. And this time, like pretty much immediately, like we're like, "Is anyone here with us?" And the glass like moves to yes. Boom. And we're getting it's all happening. We're answering questions, and I think it spells out a name, or we like you know give us the name of who you're talking to and how old you are. And I never remember what these questions actually were because they're always such boring shit. Like, I never ask them, like, when will I die? Or, yeah. like, you know, I never ask them stuff like that. It's like... Who killed Kennedy? Yeah, it's like, what is your name? And they're like, Michael. And you're like, how did you die? And they're like, car. Or, like, you know, it's just all this right, fucking... I, uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So... It starts, like, it's just sort of going really fucking boring. Like, we just fucking got a really, like, lame I just ghost. hate it when I'm talking to a ghost and it's boring. I know, right? That's the worst. I know. This time it's like... If I want to talk to somebody boring, I'll talk to anybody in L.A. Jesus I need to Christ. talk to a ghost. Fucking harshing on, on L.A., man. But I actually love L.A. Um, so we just kind of figure we've got a fucking, a lame ghost. So we're like, fuck this. We finished the... It's like when you're at a party and you're like, I should not have done that with this guy. Exactly. He looked really cool, but it turns out I should not have started this. Yeah. So we've, we've finished the fucking seance very quickly and we go outside again. And this time, all of us, the three of us, simultaneously feel super fucking energetic and oh, weird. it's flipped. So we're running around and we're doing cartwheels and shit on the beach and we're like, woo! Like it's like we're total natural high. Wow. So we're like, whoa, I wonder if this is like the spirit energy and stuff like this, right? Okay. I don't know. Were you guys eating any kind of like bonbons or any kind of Australian um, violent crackles or anything? Mm, no, I don't think no, so. No, so it wasn't like a sugar high. Or... There was no sugar high. There was no drugs involved. We were okay. just like super, you know, into it. Okay. So we're all excited this time and we rush back in and we go to do it again. And we start it up and same thing goes immediately to yes. And we're like, oh my God. And then it starts to go to spell out something and we're like, fuck, I hope it's like a different one this time or whatever. And then it starts like, you know, you think it's going to spell something, but then it just starts going in a circle. Oh, warning sign. And it goes, it starts going in a big, slow circle around the board. And then it keeps going, gets slowly getting faster and faster and faster to the point where the thing was fucking whipping around the board and we were like ah, and we were all freaked out it was going way too fast <laughs> there was absolutely no way that anyone could have done it because it was fucking moving so fucking quickly it was very fucking crazy crazy now i can't remember i know we we're all getting freaked out i can't remember remember whether it actually flew off the table or whether it um we said can we you know can you leave or whatever, however we were meant to say it. Yeah. And it immediately went to yes. Like, all, like right. whatever happened, it was like freaky and violent. You know what I mean? And then it was over. To the point where we were like, holy fuck. So it goes to yes. And we're like, oh my God, oh my God. And we lift up the glass and we like, you know, put it right side out so the spirit can come out or whatever. And all of a sudden there is the caravan is just filled with this smell and the smell is like a really sickly, like floral kind of perfume. But um, not fart. Not fart. A really nice floral, oh. thick floral smell. 
and it's really like a sweet smell. It's really, really strong, like an old lady perfume. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like your so grandma's car. Weird, yeah, whatever. Um, so we fucking we're like, fuck this. We're all run out of the the thing out onto the beach, and we're like, we're not doing this anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. So later on that day, my mum comes home, and I tell her about the tell her what happened, and um, tell her about the that the whole fucking place smelt like this smell and she's like oh that's weird and at some point she talks to my aunt Jackie and she reminds her that the grandmother aunt Jackie's grandmother who used to own this uh, caravan would wear a very thick peony perfume Mm. that smelled very strong and sickly and floral and she would wear it all the time and it was like her signature scent so that was probably the smell. So neither my mom nor Jackie actually smelt the smell, but my description of the smell. They were like, was, oh, that was her perfume. Yeah. Crazy. So there you go. There's that one. There you go. Could be. There you go. You want to do another couple of uh, the old uh, fucking web things? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Which one are you going to do? I could do uh, demonic eight balls. Yeah. yeah. I named these myself. Oh, okay. Aren't they, aren't they good names? They're right? good names. I mean, some of them. Some of them are good. Yeah. Uh, here's one. I got my board after months of harmless paranormal activity in my house. When I contacted something, the planchette started doing figure eights across the board, which is a huge no-no. Right. That means something demonic was present. I didn't touch it for months. When I tried again, I asked where the spirit was in the room. My vision went spotty. I saw a vivid image of my head jerking back and the words with you were whispered into my ear by something that I couldn't see. And I sold the board. I like that he profited off this. Yeah. I like that. This, these kind of people trip me out. They're like, I spent I spent eight dollars on this game. Yeah. I'm not just going to throw it away. Yeah. Because a demon's whispering in my ear. I'm going to get $6 back. Well, here's or maybe thing. 8 You're not meant to fucking burn it, so what are you meant to do with it? I you guess know? you sell it. This yeah. guy sold it. There you go. He made some of his money back. Good for him. It's an enterprising young fucking demon mm-hmm. encounter. Um, shall I read one of these, or you, do you want to keep going? Uh, I've got, I got one more story to share. All right. I'll read one more and then do your thing. Uh, Spirits will often trick you, is mm-hmm. the title. Quote, When I was 15, my grandma asked me to use a board to contact my uncle who died at birth. At first, it seemed like we were talking to my uncle, but as time went on, the personality of my, quote, uncle changed. He got mean and possessive, and finally the spirit told me that it had my uncle and it was coming for me. I blacked out for a full minute. When I came to, the light bulbs in the kitchen had popped and there was glass everywhere we never played with the ouija board again i don't think you would would you i wouldn't uh here's what here's how i avoid all these problems by not playing with a ouija board it's like just don't do it hey kids out there just don't do it hey fucking ouija's turning your mind mush ouija's turning your mind mush (laughs) oh here's another one when i was a kid i played with a ouija board with my friends Everyone except me believed in spirits, so I kept asking the board to do more physical things, like tap my shoulder. 
The piece never moved, but suddenly my back started to sting. There were three handprints on my back, and they were red and puffy like I'd been slapped. I refused to touch a Ouija board ever again. Now, this is weird, too, because, like, there is a bunch of these kind of stories where people, like, you know, I was playing with the Ouija board and nothing happened, but I felt my back burning or this or that. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a ton of photos that people have, like, posted, and they're scratched to fucking shit. Right. Now, you know, they claim... Take it with a grain of salt, but you know what? I, I feel like um, you'd have to be a, a pretty big bag of tool to post a picture with a scratch and try to make it into some Ouija board conspiracy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. what, what would what, what would you, you gain? gain? What do you got to gain yeah, from that? I mean, I guess maybe if, you, if you're, like, so, like, anti-ghost shit that you're like, I'm just going to fuck with them or something. I don't know. I don't know why people do fucking shit. I don't know why people do anything. Everybody's crazy. Mm-hmm. We're crazy, apparently. Apparently so. Um, you Should we... You want to do these next two and then we'll finish with this this bigger one? Do these next two. Possession. Okay. Doing the board with six or seven people, only one of my friends knows Latin and he is not touching the oracle. And I'm assuming, what is that? The oracle is the planchette? Planchette, I right. think, yeah. The contact starts speaking to us in Latin. This same friend later pulled his hand back from the oracle, which is weird because he said it wasn't <laughs> having received what looked like a small scratch on his wrist, mm-hmm. not bleeding, but bright red as if it was fresh. His girlfriend at the time was plagued by a contact they had made and would wake a, with strange bruises on her legs. I think that might be a... ESL translation. So oh, little, like little, yeah, maybe a Spaniard or somebody wrote that. Little, little something strange, um, and I think that is quite a common thing as well. The the speaking in different languages. That's always mm-hmm. like a possession thing. That you know when the demon is like fucking speaking in Latin or German or whatever, and right. they're like, and she has never heard like that language before, and you know, yeah, which means that they're probably European. Yeah, the demons maybe because those fuckers speak like four languages. They often do. They're definitely not American. Because yeah. we, we speak one language. I don't think demons are meant to have any kind of affiliation to um, <laughs> Nas- countries. Nationalities? Yeah, I think they're, you know, come from a different place. I don't know, man. All right. Well, I would assume they're European because they, they speak a lot of languages. We speak American in America. The thing is, we are, uh, we're, we're finding more and more similarities in these, in these kind of stories, right? Like, mm-hmm. you got the, the figure eight shit. You've got the fact that the spirits will often trick you and they'll come in and they're like, oh, I'm a little girl and like, I'm really sweet or I'm your grandma. Yeah. And then they fucking get you in yeah, there. Yeah, like, I'm a clown in the sewer. Yeah, that's that's what they go to <laughs> later, I think. Um, and I think we even spoke about this on our entity episode where one of the ghosts kept telling the kids that it was the grandfather, you know? I yeah. Think this is a common tactic as well. Mm-hmm. Um and then, yeah, then we're seeing the physical contact stuff, the scratches, all the weird, yeah. you know, shit. So I said at the, at the start of the fucking episode, um, you know, it's not just these, like, 
Okay, sure, you might be able to explain the the micro movements of your subconscious mind making the planchette move, move around the board, yeah. But I don't really know how you explain, like, you know, light bulbs popping and fucking... Everybody seeing green, smelling a fart, and <laughs> your grandma's perfume, and people getting their asshole scratched. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I still, like, I feel like I'm kind of, um, I'm still on the fence about it all. Like, I'm like, I don't know. So I, I got one more experience to share. Is this a person? This is a personal. This is a personal, and then we, we've got one more testimonial that we'll, we'll finish off with. Um, but uh, this one happened. Okay, this was much later in life. This was I was about nineteen or twenty okay. at this time. I was living in a share house in Melbourne, uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. I had two roommates, and it was one of those houses where we always had fucking a ton of people. It was a flop house. house. It was kind of like a flop house. We didn't necessarily, I mean, occasionally people would stay, but we always had people hanging around, um, fucking smoking bongs and, you know, doing shit. Smoking bongs? Smoking bongs. Um, the, the house, um, was actually really cool. It had a back gate that was right, um, near a train station. Oh, cool. So it was kind of cool. Like our house was the house that you could like, Jump over the fence. Or Jump whatever. over the fence. We actually had a back gate with a pentagram sprayed painted on it. Uh, okay. Um, uh, wish I wish I didn't know, but you, I already know. You basically, you know, people would come in and like kick the pentagate pentagram gate open, which is how you had to get it open. The pentagate, yeah. And um, you know, if they had thirty minutes to kill before they're catching their train home or whatever, right. they'd come and hang out for a minute, smoke and, a bomb, yeah, drink yeah. a beer, talk some shit. So it was always that house where we always had a ton of people around, right? And uh, they were fucking wild times. It's just uh, believe me, I, that way. I know exactly what you're uh, talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been there. So one night we're all hanging out, and we have this like kind of back sunroom kind of area, and. Um, I'm thinking there's about six to eight people there. There may have been more, but it was like a smallish kind of group. And we're, you know, we're all drinking and we're smoking bongs and we're fucking talking about paranormal shit or whatever. And somehow it gets around to talking about Ouija boards and seances and stuff. And somebody's like, oh, I've never done one. And then everyone starts sharing their stories and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, at this moment, I'm like 19 years old or whatever, I am in my element. Like, yeah. they're, they're talking about seances, and I feel like I'm a fucking expert. Right. So I'm like, guys. You've been uh, doing this since you were nine. Listen, it's actually really easy to make a board. I know how to do it. I know all the fucking rules. Like, don't worry about it. I got you. I've been you making know? Ouija boards and trailers since I was 10. Exactly. So I'm kind of, I kind of nerd out and I make all the letters and I thought I'd go and find the perfect glass and I'm like super into it. Collect candles from around the house and I set up this whole big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm pretty... I can get... When I, when I have my heart set on things... You're very resourceful and you're very thorough. Sure. But I can also get a little bossy. Right. Um, in life, yes. If things don't, if just imagine if things are not going my way in that particular situation. Oh, not good. Yeah. So I'm getting a little bossy. I'm kind of like into this thing. I'm, I'm taking this thing serious. Yeah. Right. As you do. So at this point, I should mention that one of the guests over at my house is a uh, is at this point in time my absolute fucking nemesis. 
and she's hanging around at our house. Um, and this is kind of, like, it's kind of a issue. Like, this girl, I'm not going to mention names or, you know, whatever. Let's not be, let's not get um, into it. But she was kind of, she had been sort of on the fringes of my friend groups or, like, the scene that I was, like, hanging around mm. with or whatever at Fringe the time. friend. She was, like, she was always kind of around. And, um... She had actually, like, we had moved to a different state and she'd actually kind of just turned up in the city that we'd moved to and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was, the whole thing was really bad. Okay. She she had, like, a bad drug problem. She was, like, a fucking kleptomaniac, psycho, like, compulsive liar. And her and I had had various different run-ins. She had accused one of my ex-boyfriends of peeing on her, um... Which to this day I don't really know. Who I've never heard this story. I don't really know who was actually right, but um, I hope to God that he did pee on this bitch. Yeah. Anyway, she was there, and um, I just want to add. I, I don't usually do this, but I just do want to add that she was a white girl. She was um, on the largest side, and she had those little uh, Cheeto dreads. So I just want to put. I just want to. You're, you're trying to paint a picture, and I'm like we don't, we, you know, we don't. It's not cool to judge people on their appearance, but if you're a, a fat, short, white chick with Cheeto dreads, everybody should know that. You can have the. You can't do the Rasta white Rasta pasta fucking Cheeto hair. You just can't do it. You can't do it. It can't be. It can't be done. Anyway. And she stole your shit and said that your boyfriend peed on her. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. We had a lot of stuff. But she was actually, she had a weird kind of bond with, like, my best friend at the time. So the whole thing was like, yeah, I wasn't happy about it. Whatever. She was there. So we're all sitting on the floor and we're all doing it, right? And I'm fucking, I'm, like, serious and I'm bossy and I'm fucking telling everyone to shut up. And, it like, eventually settles in and I'm all fucking dramatic. Like, I'm 100% into it. And I'm like, I can see it now. Is there anyone here who wishes to speak with us? If there's a spirit in the room, please enter the glass and move to yes. And I'm doing like the whole fucking thing. And then slowly the glass moves to yes. And as always that what happens is like, everyone's like, I'm not moving it. I didn't do it. No, you moved it. No, you didn't like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's denying it, whatever. And I'm like, shh. Anyway. It starts going and we're asking the questions. And again, I don't remember what questions I was asking because you never ask like good questions Mm -hmm. and we're getting the answers and we're talking, talking to this spirit and whatever. This goes on for like a good 15 minutes. Right. Okay. And everyone is fucking into it. And we're all like, Oh my God, I'm like feeling it and whatever. And then at some point, somebody looks at this girl, my nemesis and is like, Hey, your finger moved. And she's like, yeah, you fucking idiots. I've been do- moving it the whole fucking time. You thought this was real? You guys are fucking stupid. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she trolled you. She fucking trolled you. She me. trolled you, dude. And can you just picture oh, the rage oh, and the humiliation boy. and the indignation? Uh, oh, Billy. I was slighted. Yes. And so I think I just went and slammed my, I ran to my room and like slammed my door and like didn't come out for the rest of the night. I believe it. But I got fucking, fucking faked out by yeah. that bitch. You got trolled by the bitch that you didn't even want to be there in the first place. Yeah. And I was so into it. Like the whole oh, thing was just man. bad. 
So anyway, that's one of the ones that... That's what, yeah, this is the risk you take when you're playing mm-hmm. a group Ouija. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This could happen. Okay, so I think we You could be trolled by a Cheeto head. I think we've run the fucking gamut of stories yeah. here, but I think this one I thought was really cool because there, you know, if you guys have, you know, spent a bit of time on the old internets, you've probably seen those, those, um videos or things of like you know the scary shit that my kid says to me yeah and stuff like that yeah. and kids are fucking terrifying oh, kids and they are will terrifying. say you know they will say like mommy the demon says that you're going to die and like they say all this oh, fucked yeah. up shit all the time did i ever tell you when i was a kid and i got a um i got a like three like dare stickers from this thing we went to the drug dare the, the, thing the yeah. dare thing and then i cut them all up so it said, and then I stuck them all on my window of my room, and it said, dare to die, go for it. And my mom was like, uh, Robert, can you explain, like, what this is? Like, why did you write dare to die, go for it on your window? And I was just like, I don't know, this is cool or whatever, you know what I mean? And then I had done something else where I had, had like, I had a button made that said, like, kill, kill you or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they were just like what's going on, dude? Like, can we help you? Or like, is there, you want to talk to us about something or something? I'm like, no, it's just, and they're like, it's kind of scary, dude. Like you wrote dare to die. Go for it on your window. Like what's your fucking deal? I didn't have a good answer. No, <laughs> no, no, I was just like, oh, I just thought it was cool. It's probably because of the mental illness. Oh, it's probably because I'm mentally ill. Yeah. Anyway, so what are we doing? We're doing a... So you're just going to finish with premonitions. Okay. I think this one is like a really nice, like genuinely... So this is like from the internet. This is a thing. This is an internet thing, but this is a nice sort of genuinely creepy one to like finish off with. Okay. So here we go. Quote. This is a little longer than some of the other ones. Goes onto the other page. I'm just telling you. I'm... You're aware? (laughs) Quote. I'm an atheist and come from a very non-religious family. I'm not telling the story because I literally believe a demon talked to me, but regardless, I had a super strange experience with a board as a kid. I was in kindergarten when I had a little friend at recess who had a Ouija board at home, and he brought it to recess that day. We had these little picnic tables on concrete where we would love to draw with chalk, and we decided to set the board down there. Both of us could read already. Because they're little. I mean, kindergarten is kind of crazy. They could both read. Though not very well. And, quote, it gave me my uncle's name. Now, this is perfectly explainable as psychological studies have been conducted where most people together will spell out a name. But it's usually a name of one of them knows it's all like basically I, I cut out a little bit in this section where she goes on and the name it spelled out was Jack and there is like a there's you know scientific kind of proof too that especially young kids like they will you know they will spell out cat or they'll spell out Matt oh, or okay. you know a very simple word so that apart from it it will be something that they know, but it will also, they wouldn't spell out Frederick or something, you know, because right. they're like little, but you know, regardless, that's beside the point. Um, okay. So then it goes on from that. It says, I told my teacher in a giant crying fit that I had to talk to my mom who taught fifth grade classes. And she took me to the cafeteria where my mom was having lunch. 
Long story short, being the overly imaginative weird kid, I told her that a demon was, quote, whispering in my uncle's ear, telling him he was bad. Creepy as fuck. If you're a fucking kindergarten age child comes to you crying and says that. Right. Imagine like you're a grown lady. You've got a little kid and you're sitting there at lunch at work at a school and your son comes up and says a demon was whispering in my uncle's ear telling him he's bad. Telling him he's bad. And that's like. You're like, what, dude? The fuck? And they're atheists, so it's not like it's like he's in Catholic school and it's like... Demons. St. Michael's going to kill Uncle or, you know... Demons killed Jesus or whatever. Um, It goes on to say, uh, the board never said anything more than his name, so I guess that was all my imagination talking. My mom got creeped out hearing this, uh, coming from her five-year-old who has never taught about demons existing. Exactly. And called my grandmother who ended up walking in on my uncle during that phone call, taking a handful of sleeping pills to commit suicide. Whoa. I got like a little... I was just saying, I got goosebumps? a little hair raise on the, on the arm with that one. That one kind of like creeps me out. Yeah. So did she stop the suicide? That's what it... That's what I mean, I that's think. what it kind of alludes to. That's what to. it kind of says. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, like, I... Because I, I think this is the thing, too, is, like, I think kids are super fucking open. Yeah. And, like, I've, I've read a bunch... We'll probably do, like, a future episode on, like, weird past life regression shit or past life st- stuff. Because there's a ton of stuff when little kids are very young and they'll talk about, like, oh, that was the bike that I rode when I was hit by the car and stuff. Like they're talking right. about their life before, before. their life. And right. So I think they're really fucking open. So I think even if this thing did just spell out Jack and she thought of her uncle or whatever, like I still think it's possible that maybe like she did know that like he was, he was doing commit, that. Was you know what I mean? Like order, it's yeah. that weird. Universal energy, man. Fucking unexplained, man. It's just... You know, this is why we do the podcast, right? God damn it. Fucking just just so many mysteries. It's such a vast universe out there, everyone. Yeah. So on that note, fucking, I guess we would say, I, I, I don't know, don't like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, or, you know, what, what did you write? Kill yourself. Go for it. Yeah. To dare to die. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Dare to die. Go for it. I, I guess like we can't out. We can't end the podcast about Ouija boards saying "dare to die." I think go that's, for it. I think you know. I think every. Oh, you mean like if you dare to die, go for it. Play with a Ouija board. Yeah, you could I, get invested by a demon, think, uh, oppressed by a demon. I think freedom of choice is is uh, all we have. Yeah, I'm not like. Here's my thing. I'm not going to end the podcast saying "don't play with a Ouija board." Just don't do. It. Yeah, don't hey, Don't play with a fucking e. <laughs> like you know what? If you're if you're fucking. Bored? If you're yeah. sad and alone, if you want to talk to a demon, play with a Ouija board. Yeah. If you're just, kind of you like, know, do the white light. Protect yourself. Now I. Oh yeah, protect yourself with a white cone. Yeah. Of light. What cone light? And uh, you know, that being said, if you guys have any really fucking cool, scary Ouija board stories. Oh yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, people have been reaching out to us with some cool shit. So 
fucking anything you got, reach out to us, whatever. Like, if you got a cool Ouija board story, that'd be cool. Or and, whatever. And if you've else. written to us and we haven't, you know, like, we, we, we're going to see you guys every week. If we haven't gotten around to your, like, idea or suggestion, we're fucking, we're, it's all in there. It's and all we happening. love every single one of you guys. Fucking, you know, stay spooky. That's what I want to say. Stay spooky? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, anyway, everybody, have a great week. Uh, we'll probably uh, talk to you again next week. Yeah. Uh, bye. Peace out. Peace. Yeah. What's up? What's going on?